Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mutual Admiration Society. Uh, I'm Matt, and I'm joined by Akil and Jacob. And we're going to get started shortly uh, just to give you an idea of what we're going to be doing here. Uh, we at the Mutual Admiration Society have three rules, uh, and the rules are as follows. Have some urgency, put up artifacts, and choose more of the different. And to, to, I think it would be a little bit better if we just uh, showed you by talking. <laughs> so without, uh, without further uh, rambling, uh, we're going to jump over and we're going we're gonna to talk to Akil. Uh, Akil, how are you doing today? Hey, Matt. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I'm calling in from Boston, so things are good. Awesome. So just some, yeah. Got, got the coast-to-coast -coast connection. I like it. Um, yep. So, uh, I mean, you're you're one of the you know kind of co-founders of the Mutual Admiration Society. Before we get started, is there kind of anything you wanted to to touch on about it? Um, yeah, just wanted to mention that it's just like the thing that Matt and I have been talking about for a while. Just some rules and to, to live by. It's just like things that we should be doing in the tech world to get ahead. We've been going back to back and forth career advice, sharing things and insights about how to get ahead in the world. And yeah, it was formed just by a mutual interest and mutual admiration, of course, of things we should be doing. Um, you know, just best practices and tips on how to survive in a world that's crazier and crazier by the day. All right. Fantastic. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, so I guess we can we can jump right in and go with the the first rule. Um, have some urgency. So uh, what what are you what do you have some urgency around uh, currently, Akil? Great question. So yeah, the the phrase urgency comes from both trying to move forward, but also trying to not stress out over it. We know like burned out and everything is a big deal in the tech world, especially. You don't want to just overdo it but you still want to have a little bit of urgency to, to keep things moving at a pace where you're not feeling too comfortable. And uh, you don't want to like start falling asleep in your comfort zone. So currently, I'm having some urgency around putting up more artifacts and doing things outside of work. So, you know, I'm a designer right now at a company, and it's going well. I'm at a slightly senior role, and... To advance, you have to just you know put in a lot of work and do the management and leadership. So in order to demonstrate that you have these capabilities and potential to do all this, I've been trying to you know write more blog posts about leadership, do some more reading on the side, not just about uh, leadership, but also just random things about humanity, psychology, economies, and there's a lot of behavioral economic stuff, which is interesting just to see how people think and react in certain scenarios. So, yeah, I'd say I'm having some urgency around this in my life. Okay. How about you, Matt? What do I have some urgency around? Well, I'll tell you, right now I would say that I had some, some urgency around uh, making this podcast episode. Um, you know, I think we've been talking about doing something like this for a while, and, um, I, you know, I know that we, we had to you know, move on from last week, and now we're doing it now. And I'm really excited about that. Um, and, and I think that is tied in kind of to the next thing. Um, as you also mentioned, uh, you know, putting up artifacts, right? Um, mm -hmm. and, 
and I think that's an appropriate kind of transition in that um, putting up artifacts is something that I think is essential uh, in terms of you know the modern career. Um, you know, we, we're certainly not in an era where you could you know just graduate, get a job, and then work at a place for forty years and kind of just expect to steadily advance based on seniority. Um, so, you know, you yourself have, have put up uh, many artifacts over the years. Uh, you have a long-running blog, um, a continually growing design portfolio, um, some side projects. Um, so, you know, what, what kind of uh, artifacts have you been putting up lately? Great question. Uh, lately, I'm finding myself doing a lot of random just illustration projects on the side and animation work. So I work as freelance as a you know UI UX designer for video games, and that involves doing a lot of motion design and text animation and things like that. So as an effort in an effort to learn this stuff, I've been kind of tinkering with random effects and things by following tutorials online and just putting them up on Dribble. You know, just funky things, video game characters, um, text transitions, putting animations, stuff like that. These are great projects to put up on. Dribble because it's like a portfolio that recruiters look at a lot, no matter what design role you're applying for, whether it's product design, UX design, illustration, branding. It just goes a long way to show that you've got some baseline level of skills. And even if it's outside your core skill set, it still shows that you've got some taste, gives them an idea of what you are into and what you're not, uh, what, you, what kind of work you would produce if they were to hire you. So I'd say those artifacts go a long way. And helping you build a brand online and get some recognition. So, yeah, I've been doing a bit of that, which has been helpful. Fantastic. Yeah, I know you, you certainly have a treasure trove uh, that you've accrued over the year. A lot of hard work there. Um, very impressive. Absolutely. And uh, I put the question on you now. What about any artifacts in your life lately? Uh, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like I've I've been in danger of not uh, you know uh, keeping integrity uh, with the society. Um, you know, I haven't have not been putting up too many artifacts lately, and I, I think that that's um, also kind of what what spurred me to to do this. Um, you know, there's there's some smaller things in the pipeline um, that I'm waiting to hear back on in terms of some side projects, um, but as far as like things that are actually out there, uh, it's, it's been a bit of a dry spell, if you will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess you could say, I, gotcha, might, need to, fine. I, I guess you could say it, yeah. that I might need to have more urgency. Around putting up artifacts, right. <laughs> right. Do you find yourself fluctuating in uh, the volume of artifacts you put out? Like, are there some phases where you find yourself putting out more versus less? Uh, I mean, I think it, I think it would be really more of a flat line. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think I think part of the issue is uh, I think it comes back to um, jumping between too many things uh, and, not, mm -hmm. and not finishing them, and I feel like that's something that. Um, you wouldn't necessarily have a problem with. I feel like you are real good at um, doing like smaller pieces that 
that reach completion, um, as well as like working on longer term things that take a while to see through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. It doesn't have to be like a giant side project that you have to put out into the world and in, in form. It can be a very small fragment of that you just put up and be like, it's an experiment I did, and here's the results. And I'd say a big part of that is just forming a habit around it. Writing blog posts, for example, they don't have to be this giant, like, 40-minute read blog post on Medium with, you know, illustrations and all this text editing and proofreading. They can just be quick little thought brain dumps on your personal blog just about a specific topic that you think about in that week. And as long as you build a habit around it, it, you get into the zone of, you know, constantly putting out artifacts. So that's been helpful. Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I certainly do have uh, a backlog of, of blog posts uh, to write, um, but only uh, only a few that have come out over the past couple of months, so still plenty plenty to do there. Um, I'm going to transition now into the, the third and final uh, rule, uh, choose more of the different. Um, mm-hmm. And curious to hear how uh, how you've been choosing more of the different lately yeah great question so this phrase also originated from my personal desire to have a bit more variety in my work uh, i think we've talked about this before you and i matt that i personally prefer working on a wide variety of things rather than go deep into one specific thing and this is something people get used to as their career grows and they realize it's going to specialize or generalize into a wide variety of topics. There's that whole thing about the T-shaped designer, and there's a lot of reading and writing about this too. But I find myself most satisfied, happiest in my day-to-day when I'm working, you know, on something from, you know, a UI from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and then working on a game thing from 12 to 3 p.m., and then doing a random project or drawing or sketching something from 5 to 7 p.m. So it keeps the idea alive, it keeps things different, I think this is why I enjoyed college so much, because there was a wide variety of courses, classwork I could take, and your brain's always active, thinking about different things. And it gets harder and harder to do as you become an adult and start doing the same thing over and over every single day, repeating the process, getting into the daily grind. So, yeah, I find myself having to force myself to add a bit more variety into my life, whether it has to be during side projects or just activities I do outside of work. So yeah, seeking more of the difference. Yeah, I you know, you're giving the example of you know working on um, like something related to video games, and then maybe more traditional like graphic design and and blogging, kind of like switching it up between things. Um, Reminded me of a quote that I I think I originally came across in um, I don't remember if it was Deep Work or or Ego is the Enemy, but uh, the Quote was from uh, Arnold Bennett originally. Um, it, was a, it was a book that he wrote, and uh, it goes something like this: um, "Such worries misunderstand what energizes the human spirit. What you say that full energy given to those sixteen hours will lessen the value of the business eight? Not so. On the contrary, it will assuredly increase the value of the business eight. One of the chief things which my typical man has to learn is that the mental faculties are capable of continuous hard activity. They do not tire like an arm or leg. All they want to do is change, not rest, except in sleep. 
And uh, it sounds like something that you've really embraced in, in kind of your day-to-day -day and, and weekly life. Absolutely. What a powerful... Wow. I don't think I've heard that one before. Yeah. Very cool. What, what's your, what would be your take on more of the different? More of the different? Um, well, I think probably the most exciting uh, potential for that is um, I am in talks about uh, joining a friend's uh, startup as a co-founder, um, which is a big and, you know, kind of nerve wracking uh, concept for me. I, you know, I haven't been a, a founder or co-founder of anything before. Um, so, and it, uh, it's in a, it's in an unfamiliar tech stack, um, doing, you know, kind of some, uh, like machine learning and other stuff that's not really in my wheelhouse. So, um, it seems like one of those things that's like, uh, it's, it's scary, but like in a good way. Um, yeah, I think that's the main got thing it, right got now. Got it. Okay. That's very cool. That is more of a difference in a way. All right. So um, I feel like we've gone through this a little in a little bit of a, an odd fashion, but um, now I'm going to I'm gonna flip it around. You know, we've been going back and forth, but we're going to, we're going to bring a third party into the mix here. What's up guys? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even remember if I inter included you in an introductions, Jacob. <laughs> Did I skip over you? No, you said my name. I've been here host. the whole time now. It's been, okay. All right. Just lurking. Not, yeah. not lurking anymore though. So now we're just going to, Go straight at you with with no breaks. Oh, right? like we no. Just, so we want to we want to hear from you now. Consider yourself the first guest. Surprise. <laughs> um, so I mean, what's uh, what's going on on with you in terms of um, you know what are you having some urgency around right now? Some urgency. No, this is. I mean, first off, this is super cool. Um, you know, Matt's been talking about doing this for uh, a, a while now. Um, so it's cool to see this finally coming into fruition. Um, and I appreciate you having me on. Um, so the question was as far as urgency. Yeah. What, what are you having? Is there like a specific thing or, or things that you're having urgency around in your life? Yeah. Um, I've been trying to take notes as you get to have kind of gone through, um, the multiple questions cause I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want to chat about. So, um, just a little background and then to help answer your question as well. Um, so I work full time as a senior front end engineer, um, for my day job. And that takes up about anywhere from seven hours on a good day, upwards of 10 hours on a, a more difficult day. Um, outside of that, I signed on um, to be a VP of engineering for a very small, uh, started as a side project, but it's looking to uh, become a company here in the next uh, month or so. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I've, joined a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym the last two months, um, and I've been ramping up to uh, do a, my first competition about eight months. So it's basically those are the three things in my life right now, and then um, finding ways to prioritize those, balance those, um, as I, I try to push forward and become better in every single area. Wow, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot going on. Um, James, do you want to touch on that? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just going to say, it's very cool. Have you, Jacob, have you found any strategies to help you do the prioritization very effectively? Um, a lot of to-do lists, honestly. Um, you know, I, uh, we, 
we do a, a stand-up every day at my primary uh, company, and I pretty much start my day um, by going through a list of tasks that I had laid out for myself the day before. Um, you know, as I go through the day, I'm trying to cross them off, kind of make notes of what I need to do um, afterwards, if there's any follow-up action points. Um, and then so every morning I can reflect on that, uh, recreate a to-do list for that day, um, and then I'm able to communicate with my team and prioritize and work through that to stay focused throughout my day. Um, and it's the same for uh, my side company. I'm constantly talking to um, the co-founders and any other parties that I'm working with just to figure out what I need to prioritize because, you know, when uh, you're working that many hours, the there's too many things to do. So you just need to figure out what needs to drop to the side and what needs to get done, you know, that day. Wow. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot to take in. I feel like it's a, it's a combination uh, answer to the first question and also like a, a really nice intro about yourself. Um, so Thank I appreciate the, the depth there. Um, so in terms of, um, you know, putting up artifacts, is there anything that, uh, that you've done lately that, um, you know, maybe is like out in the public or yeah. that you've uh, kind of been, you know, able to showcase or... Or anything like that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so this is actually something Matt has been hounding me on for years now. Because um, we met back in 2014. What's that? 2015. 2015? Yeah, yeah. Um, and just, you know, constantly talking up, like, blog posts and leaving artifacts. And this has definitely been his mantra, and I've failed in every single way to live up to it. Um, I've tried writing a blog post. I actually have a backlog of blog posts uh, topics. I think it's the last time I counted. It's about eighty subjects. Oof. Um, and I, yeah, but I accept <laughs> one one no debugging uh, blurb. Hey, that um, helped us out that one time <laughs> that we had to come back to it. I appreciate it, and that's <laughs> and that's kind of the point, right? Like it's helpful in having those artifacts. It yeah, it is really important. Um, but the things that I've been doing now, um, you know, in, in addition to my side project, we actually uh, just got the. the the production version hosted um so that's technically out now i think yes. i can consider that uh one major artifact that i'm pretty excited about absolutely um, you can find it on the internet so yep. I mean, that i'm not gonna plug it yet makes it real yeah no no for maybe sure. next time for sure um but uh we're starting to write some medium blog posts as well so we have two posts out right now i think we have around 800 views which is pretty cool nice. um we're running an instagram account i think we have over 8,000 followers there that's at um artist map uh on instagram and uh what is it oh uh i've been starting to do a bunch not a bunch but i've been trying to do um any front-end work that i need to do within codepen oh, um, so typically what i've done before is i just develop everything locally within my company's application um and what i found is that i get to solve some cool problems but i have nothing to really show for it outside of uh my workspace and so my new strategy that i've been trying to do of have two whole things on my CodePen portfolio now, but it is to develop within CodePen. And then once I kind of finalize it, publish it, even if it's kind of half done, but the functionality is there, yeah. I at least have something that's out there. That's that's fascinating. That's a really interesting approach. I had not, I had not thought of that before. And I, I guess, yeah, I suppose you can kind of mock out the data flow that you might need and, mm -hmm. and you're just kind of building the components and the interactions. Exactly. Um, I mean, like, there's some more complicated things where uh, 
I don't think I actually published this, but we have um, kind of a longer um, like timeline visualization um, that we have internally. And I've done some work within a code pen just to mock some data out, like you've kind of explained. And then on some like smaller stuff, um, we have to do a bunch of custom HTML email templates. And I don't know if you've done any uh, HTML email templates. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit <laughs> They're yeah. not the best. Um, so you get to write some really janky CSS and HTML, and uh, those are kind of easier for me to just slap into a code pen and publish. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's some smaller stuff, but it's something that I can publish. Yeah, I think that's a really cool approach to that. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, move, moving on to the, the final question, I suppose. Um, is, is there anything you've been choosing more of the different? Have you, have you been seeking out? Different things? Um, I guess. Um, I would say within the last two months, you know, I mentioned earlier, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has definitely been uh, very different for me. Yeah, that's come um, on strong for you. Really. Yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, I th uh, the main thing is it stemmed out of my side project. Um, it's to help get into the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu community um, so I can better understand the people there, gain some networking opportunities, figure out the problems that they're facing. Um, you know, because a lot of uh, the black belts and the seniors within the industry uh, job perspectives are basically open a gym or go into MMA. And MMA is a little rough on your body. Yeah. Um, so finding ways to pivot and really make the most out of your, your knowledge um, and giving them a place to host seminars and just teach a greater audience has been the focus for me there. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, it's studying a lot of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, going to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes, um, and then taking on as many responsibilities as I can at work um, so that I can continually improve there and uh, also Perfect. read some books with you about investing in real estate. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I remember um, the, you know, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu thing, but I think also, like you mentioned, CrossFit, uh, when we were talking a while back, that's, yeah. that's because that's relatively new, right? You hadn't, no, yeah. Um, so my background is um, I used to play football during high school and then a little bit in college. Um, and I got into powerlifting very casually. It was just kind of a hobby um, for a couple of years. And I was kind of on and off there. Um, and, you know, I, I love doing deadlifts. I love doing really any Olympic lifts. But at the end of the day, I've been doing it for, what, 10 years, 12 years now. Um, and I wanted something a little bit different. So it was kind of CrossFit and then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu were the two where it was like, how can I start moving my body in interesting new ways? How can I work on my flexibility in interesting and in new ways? Um, and really just start benefiting from the, you know, moderate amount of strength that I've sure. built up uh, through lifting. Yeah. And I think those are also really uh, cool communities because they both um, have such a strong kind of, uh, feeling like when you you know when you're part of those communities they're, yeah. they're very welcoming they're very inclusive like um you you feel like you belong yeah um and then yeah like you mentioned with the work you're um i think you said you were looking into back-end stuff even though you're primarily a front-end guy yeah um i actually started it started as a uh, ruby on rails engineer about two and a half Two and a half years ago, I switched from being a Ruby on sure, Rails yeah, engineer yeah. two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, so I haven't done any serious API work um, since then. I've mostly been working in the front end, and uh, yeah, I've just been feeling a little rusty, and um, I want to, you know, 
take on some API tasks and write some SQL. Sure. Uh, get crazy. Gets with everybody it. going. Yeah. <laughs> Do some optimization work, build some payloads. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Awesome. Well, well thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks uh, for having me. Great, great to hear a little bit more about what's going on in your life. Um, I think we're, we're heading towards uh, the conclusion of this podcast. Is there anything you want to say on the way out, Akil? Uh, not particularly, but uh, I'm just curious if you guys had any advice for our listeners about how to do you know, some basic general tips for those two things we just went through, having some urgency, putting up artifacts, and more of the difference. Is that something they could get started on right now that would help them kind of get into this cadence of doing being a part of the Mutual Admiration Society? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, in terms of having some urgency, I'm going to defer to you because I think that you've been doing a better job of that. <laughs> to a keel? Yeah, to a keel. Hello? Yeah. Sorry, it was just very windy. Sorry, what was the last part? Oh, I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to you on the having some urgency uh, part of the equation, because I think you've been doing the best job oh. with that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So one thing I found really helpful when deciding, and it can get overwhelming at times, to pick out what you want to have some urgency around. Uh, this is a common strategy where you write down like um, maybe 20 things that you'd like to have done by this time next year, say for example. And then you narrow that down to things that you could narrow that list of 20 things down to things that you'd want to focus on. That's important. And then you force yourself to pick if you could only do one of those things, mm-hmm. what would that one thing be? And for a lot of people, it's just like get something, you know, very extracurricular, get into a regular gym cadence, or start writing more blog posts, or start using And because you've narrowed it down to just that one thing, you, you now have that one to start building habit around it even if it is just reading one page a day and you can just kind of keep momentum going over the course of a year. So yeah, it's just not worrying about how much you do it. It's just worrying more about building a habit of doing it. So True. yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah, I think, I think that makes sense. Um, and as far as, um, as far as putting up artifacts, um, I think, the, I mean, part of it comes back to, to making it a habit, uh, as you were saying. Um, but I, th- I think the reaching or using, using the tools that you have available, like I didn't even think of when Jacob, you mentioned, uh, using code pen mm-hmm. as kind of a, you know, living archive, um, you know, something like, like you mentioned dribble a like that's a little more, kind of like a standard portfolio approach to things. But um, yeah, realizing that there's uh, so many platforms out there that can be used. Um, like, you know, people who even just, uh, you know, uh, they have their, their Instagram posts where they're, you know, daily, um, you know, like this is me at the gym, this is me at the gym. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that in like a sarcastic way. I mean, that's like a serious, like, like, here's what I'm doing. Like, see me do the thing. Um, There's a celebration. Yeah, it's a, it's a ritual. This. Yeah. yeah, it's a ritual. Um, yeah. So 
I think I think yeah the 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 technologies that we have available to us are are really you know beyond anything that you've ever seen in in the the human history so um using those i think is is definitely a big part and also not using them also not using them uh, because they can they can be uh distracting at times and um yeah i guess that that leaves leaves jacob with me with more of the different any advice about choosing more of the different um, well, I was actually going to jump on uh, with what Akil brought up, which uh, was figuring out, one, what you want to focus on um, and narrowing that down. Um, it's great advice. That's actually something I did this past year. It felt very gimmicky, but it works. Um, and then follow-up for that, um, for me at least, is to build that habit. Um, for me, the way I do it is I actually kind of live and die by my Google Calendar. Um, so I have definitely, you know, in regards to outside of work, um, I have my reoccurring events every single week uh, where I know, like, these are the times I need to go to the gym and I guard that time. Um, here are the times where I need to work on Artist Mat and I guard that time. And um, if someone wants to join in, they know what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, all right. Fantastic. Um, cool. Well, you know, we've, we've been with you for nearly a half hour. So, um, this was the, you know, the first episode of the mutual admiration society. And, you know, like I said, it's three simple rules, have some urgency, put up artifacts and choose more of the different. Um, we hope you've enjoyed listening to us. We look forward to seeing you next time and, uh, together we rise. (laughs) Thank you.